They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. It is that time of year again. After a season of indulgence, we resolve to shape up, dry out, spend less, and generally kick our own butts. But too often, we rely on that elusive force we call willpower. Now, willpower goes by many aliases. In the technical language of psychological research, it's called self-control. But your grandma probably just called it discipline. Regardless, it's a trait that helps us resist temptation and distraction in the moment. It helps us get out of our cozy bed to go to the gym, resist buying those awesome shoes we want but don't need, or turn down that Kahlua chocolate cheesecake. But many of us find ourselves helpless in the face of temptation. So many, in fact, that corporations and advertisers try to take advantage of us. Why else are checkout stands lined with impulse purchases? Why do commercials urge us to go ahead, indulge, you deserve it? In fact, in a 2011 survey from the American Psychological Association, 27% of Americans claimed their lack of willpower was the biggest barrier to healthier habit and lifestyle changes. Now, while willpower can be strengthened, much like a muscle, an alternative is to circumvent it altogether, or at least to conserve it for when it's most needed. So no matter the habit you're trying to change, rather than saying no whenever the devil on your shoulder whispers temptations into your ear, here are seven tips to keep him from perching there in the first place. Tip number one, choose your habit wisely. Tackle a habit that you genuinely want to change, not one you just think you should. In other words, pick a habit you'd change even if no one was watching. For example, if you ask people how they finally quit smoking or kept off a substantial weight loss, they'll often say, I had to. You don't often hear, oh, I decided I wanted a beach body, or I had nothing better to do. With habit change that sticks, there isn't a choice about it. Instead, there is urgency. Tip number two, use intrinsic motivation. Forcing yourself to do something inherently means you don't want to do it. So instead, do something because you enjoy the activity itself. This tactic works best when you start a new habit for its own sake that also happens to be good for you. For example, join a kickball league because it's fun, but reap better fitness along the way. Learn Spanish because you enjoy the challenge, but then put it on your resume. Learn to cook because it's satisfying and end up losing weight since you're skipping all that takeout. Tip number three, automate. Find every possible way to set it and forget it. For example, 
for saving money, you could direct deposit a portion of your paycheck into a retirement or other untouchable account. For exercising, you can build it into your schedule, make an appointment to do it, or better yet, make an appointment with a friend or trainer to keep you accountable. Or set an alarm to signal bedtime to get more sleep. In a nutshell, invest the time to make things convenient, brainless, and easy, and you'll be more likely to carry through. Tip number four, take the resistance out of it. So this is another variation on the theme of automate. But with automation, you do something without having to think about it. But also consider ways to keep yourself from doing something. After all, if it's not an option, you don't have to use willpower to resist. So for example, to eat more healthily, the decision point should come way before you're standing in front of the fridge at midnight with a raging sweet tooth. Instead, the decision point should be at the grocery store when you walk on by that cookie dough ice cream. Or if you're trying to stop getting distracted online, not that I know anything about that, use an app that keeps you from watching The Voice when you're supposed to be working. Tip number five, get out of the all or nothing mindset. Any habit change is not gonna go perfectly. So when you slip up, and we all will, think shrug, not face palm, and then get right back on track. Many individuals expect a habit change to stick immediately and never waver. But in reality, habit change ebbs and flows, but as long as you've got more flow than ebb over time, you've got this. Tip number six, chip away. Change a tiny bit at a time. So here's how to tell if you've bitten off a small enough task. So think about what you're trying to accomplish. So let's pretend you're trying to lose some weight. So close your eyes, sit still, and think about your goal. Then pay attention to your reaction. So if you think, lose 25 pounds, and you feel a sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach, shrink the goal. If you think, okay, lose 15 pounds, and you immediately want onion dip, shrink the goal again. Then if you think, lose three pounds, and you feel nothing, no resistance, no anticipatory deprivation, no sinking feeling of despair, you've found it. On your personal Richter scale, you want your changes barely to register. But don't stop there. Once you've achieved your tiny goal, tip number seven, set another tiny goal and do it again. Think tortoise, not hare. Fulfilling lots of small goals gives you more opportunities to celebrate and feel accomplished. It's good old-fashioned positive reinforcement. And reward yourself right after accomplishing your goal. A night out, a new sci-fi novel, or whatever tosses your salad. This New Year's, make your changes tiny, automatic, and necessary, and you can leave willpower behind. Far from having to white-knuckle it, you won't even notice you're making a change. Instead, you'll look back and realize you did it. Even Grandma would be proud. If the Savvy Psychologist is helpful to you, let me know by liking on Facebook, subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or subscribing to the bi-weekly newsletter at quickanddirtytips.com slash newsletters. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson. Next week, we'll cover the other side of willpower with eight tips to improve your self-control. 
Of course, transcripts for this and every other episode are always available on quickanddirtytips.com slash savvy hyphen psychologist. And the savvy psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you again. I'll see you next week for a happier, healthier mind.